Yo, 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 yo. Whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Let's dive into the quickie today. Abolishing American prison system. Let me slow that down. I want to abolish the American prison system. I have an idea. I have another idea. And I have loads of ideas. <laughs> I'm not sure you guys are ready for how my brain works today. I'm not even sure I want to even share the details of this brilliant plan with you guys. But I will. So think about a world, think about America, where there's only one jail, if you will, per state. We close down the county lockups, the city lockups. We close down the big state correctional facilities for those who commit, um, you know, felonies and, 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 and worse. And we just have a reduced budget. We do have a lockup for those who need to be detained for a period of time, not forever, just a small period of time for little petty crimes, right? But you guys ever heard of like the penal colonies on different planets when you watch those sci-fi movies? And you think, wow, this is crazy. Look how you know, inhumane this is. People are like in these desolate places and not many resources are there and they all look dusty and dirty. Well, I have an idea. Let's occupy an island somewhere near the United States. That's not close to land at all. Let's drop these motherfuckers off on that island and let them stay there and do whatever the hell you wish because you are still free. You still have your human dignity. You still have your freedom just over there on that island. How you gonna get your food? I don't know. Maybe we just airdrop some food there once a month. How you guys distribute that food? I don't really care. You in that place for life. You're gonna still live your life. You're gonna still be free in that penal colony, colony island, right? There's no tax dollars associated with it. You know, we're not doing anything. We're saving money, and those who want to do crime, you know, those those type of crimes that requires a life sentence. Drop those individuals off in an island. I don't care, male, female. I don't really care. Maybe we just occupy two different islands because it may get too messy. Uh, that could be true, right? I didn't think that part fully through, but I have thought about drop these motherfuckers off at an island and be done with it, right? Who agrees with me? I know you agree with me. Think about it. Don't think I'm insane here. Just think about it. Think about the genius of it all, right? Think about the money saving of it all. Think about we're still allowing these individuals to be free. Do you want to hear more about this topic? Let me know. And that's the quickie for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for entertaining me on that. I know I'm going to get a lot of feedback for it, and I'm here for it, right? So today's episode, I want to talk about money. I always like talking about money, right? But are you ready to talk about the right money moves? Right? Let's take a moment and ask yourself, are you ready to take the right money moves? So today, I have a special guest joining the podcast. So let's give it up for Sergio. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yeah. All right. So first time on the podcast. Yes. How does it feel? Uh, Fun. Good. I love the setup. The setup, the setup? is dope. Yeah, the setup is dope. See, I love it. I got to yeah. make it where it makes it easy for you to be comfortable. Yeah. So when you're comfortable, conversation flows, and we yep. have a good set of topics here to we talk do. about today you know so i'm super excited about it i'm always super excited to talk about money and oh, not yeah, that i'm crazy sure. about money but i like the idea of 
the knowledge part of it right yeah. and i want to make that clear because yeah. i think some people may hear me say i like talking about money and i'm not like <clears throat> someone who wants to hoard money and right, wants right, to be right. a super rich guy look i know i don't have an infinite amount of time on this yep. planet right i can't take money with you when it's gone cannot take money <laughs> right. when it's gone right so but what i want to do is prepare myself in the best possible way where i'm not a struggling right and b i'm not working past a certain age yeah i don't know the age is yet just yet we may dive into that yeah but you know it's i would definitely want to keep it where i am comfortable and comfortable is relative yeah but in my comfortability where i want to be yeah in the future yeah that's a that's a big part of it is is not working till you're old (laughs) <laughs> like you don't you know you want to be comfortable and for me i'm the same way right like money isn't everything to me like i i honestly don't care for money i just want the financial freedom to do what i to do the things i like to do like to to not have to worry about like oh can i do this do i have to pick between paying my bill or going on vacation like whatever it is like i want to have that freedom that freedom yeah. and the stress relief exactly i don't have to worry about the next thing and i and and you know by I just say that, you know, <laughs> and by sharing information and knowledge, I can obtain a position that makes me a little bit more comfortable. Exactly. And that's what I really want to be. So, yeah. again, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining the podcast. I am super excited again about this topic because we are going to talk and chat a lot about money and different aspects of it. Right. So let's dive right into it. We want to tell the people about yourself. Sergio Bustos, I, uh, I uh, account manager for several different uh, banks. Um, and through that, I, I see a lot of like mortgage. I'm heavily involved on the mortgage industry side, right? Nice. So I'm able to see kind of what the mortgage industry is flowing into, um, the help that they need. My, my main objective out of that role is to get the knowledge I need to help the people that I love. So nice. I have a good amount of experience in like loss mitigation, making sure people keep their homes. Like Mm -hmm. even throughout this whole pandemic stuff, what I've seen at work is completely nuts. Like, you know, people struggling to pay bills, um, struggling to keep up with their mortgages and stuff. So my role is really to, or was at the time, I just switched roles and I'll get into that in a bit. Mm -hmm. But um, at the time was to to help the banks kind of alleviate that, that stress and come up with like creative ways of, of, helping a borrower kind of get back on track, like, yeah. you know, forbearances, all that stuff. So what I do now is affordable lending. So I, in that same space, I, now I'm on the other side. I want to help low income, um, minority, uh, people into homes. Yeah. So making, bridging that gap, but like for home ownership. And that's like a really, uh, a good part of my job, right? Like that, that's kind of the, the mission behind it. And that's a mission that I love and I can stand behind. Yes. Um, but I want to do that on my own as well, aside from, you know, uh, being a part of the company. Yeah. Like that's something I was like, I love doing, I love talking about mortgages. I love talking about getting people into homes. Like that's probably American dream is, is, is relative, right? Like everyone doesn't have the, the same, that dream of obtaining home ownership. Some people want to own a home. Some people don't want to have that responsibility. But, um, you know, I'll say back then, I think that was the American yes, dream was right. owning a home. Absolutely. And, I, and I'm happy you brought up the first part where you said, you know, we are during the pandemic, you know, folks were still were, are struggling. Yeah. You know, I, I hear a lot of chatter out there about where where are these people, you know, getting this money from and folks are not struggling. You know, I think we have this false sense of some things where we see maybe through social media or we see maybe even on television where 
it's given the illusion that everyone is okay. We mm-hmm. all are doing well, but not everyone is doing well, right? Yeah. And there's a reason why there are certain laws that are passed to help those individuals. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. And, you know, I think it's very important that, you know, you, you express that you've seen it in the banking side yeah. and the mortgage side, right? Yeah. And I think that's important for the listeners to hear that the struggle is still out there. Yeah. And help and assistance is still needed. Yeah, that that's huge. Um, you know, things either throughout the pandemic, right? Like either you, you were impacted by COVID, you had to to cut hours from work or your job was impacted, whatever it is, like people's hours got cut, right? They weren't making the same amount. They lost their job. Like people need that help. Um, and like those tools and resources are out there and your bank should be helping you with that. But you know, it's never, no knowledge is, is, it's always better getting the knowledge yourself. Yeah. So, it, you know, you want to know exactly what they need to be doing, making sure they're following the regulations and all that stuff. So um, the more you know for yourself to empower yourself, that that's kind of where you want to go. The more you know. Exactly. Was that a slogan for something? I do remember that like a while ago. It should have been. It should be I now. Feel, I feel <laughs> I feel like it was some television show or the more you know, like on it NBC. I don't know. It could be. I'm sure something. Coin like, it. I'm, I'm certain it's already been coined. Right. All right. So before we dive too deep into the episode, I would like to ask you a question that I've been asking all guests on the No Pants Required podcast. Tell me something you think is true that almost nobody agrees with you on. Oh, man. That's a, that's a tough one because we could go. How controversial do you want your podcast to be today? So I know. Hey, <laughs> controversy is good. Yeah, you're right. I'll, I'll, so I'll say this. Um, the Like nowadays and i hope that's not the case for everyone some people may be on my side some people may not but you don't need to go to college to be successful like that that's heavy right and it's it's it's, heavy if you disagree (laughs) i I may agree with you on this one right Right, exactly so like it it, i think it's split right and if you have that like old mentality of like you need to go to school you need to have an education you need to get a job and get successful and, and be successful like you don't need that nowadays like yeah, like knowledge and the access of it is at your fingertips. Yes. It is very crazy. Right. So like for you to go to school and, and sit four years and the biggest part of that drives that, that the reason why I say that is because you go into debt yes. doing that. Now, if you get a free ride and, and your job can pay for it, whatever it is, like go for it. Like it's free. Why not do it? Right. Like it, 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 it it's going to help build yourself up. Um, but if you're going to go into debt doing it, no. Yeah, and, and that's I not. You. I feel you know, on that. And yeah. the funniest part is, you know, I kind of agree with you on this one. Yeah. Uh, it's we're not kind of agree. I definitely agree. It's it's definitely a, you know, like you just say, knowledge is at your fingertips, right? right? And so I don't have to, or anyone doesn't have to necessarily go to college, you know. Exactly. And and as we're talking about this, you know, I, I think there's more to be discussed in the space For of sure. education. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe a future episode on that, but. I think just in the topic of education as it relates to college, yeah, you know, if there's a profession that requires certification, you know, and there are also professions like doctors or lawyers, some right. of those that you have to go to college right. for those specialized skills that you need. Granted, we get that, right? Yeah. But not, you know, everything is not required, right? It, you, there's different type of industries out there now. Exactly. And education, it could be had through seminars, yeah, webinars, yep. you know, 
podcast. You know, you could learn through yep. podcasts, right? So a lot of people are doing that now. Correct. You could just yeah. go on Twitter. I don't know. I want to do that, but <laughs> there are other avenues in which you can learn a, a skill. Yeah. And so I'm with you on that. Yeah. So it, it's. I, I'll say the driver is just financially like motivated, right? So I'll stand behind this. So it's more so don't, you don't need to go to college if you're highly motivated and you're driven to succeed. So, you know, that, that if you have that drive outside of that, then college may not be for you. Like, you know, go for it if you're, if that's like your aspirations. Um, but for someone who's, who's, you know, gonna go into debt and don't go to college not knowing what you're gonna do right like absolutely yeah don't that, even that's do that's, it. that's right. the hard part because then it's it. like you're going into debt you don't even know what for correct it's more of like oh you know it's a it could have a social component to it for sure and you you could you build lifelong friendships don't get me wrong like i i went um hats off to my mom because i don't know how she did it but am i am my pops like you know but she she paid for it and yes. i nice. had i walked out with a, a few small loans but um ended up through my job they ended up paying it so nice. they had like a, a student loan repayment um program so shout out to that job oh for sure <laughs> still there <laughs> nice but yeah um so yeah that was a really good benefit but you know a lot of people don't have that that like blessing in a way to to do so they have to take out those loans themselves and and they they're stuck paying that and it's almost is going to be a very controversial subject but it's almost like predatory lending it is predatory lending. yeah like it, it you know you think back 2008 mortgage crisis yep. like predatory lending like it you know it, it's, it's i think folks may not think of it that way but when you are in a in an environment where you are struggling to get out yeah and and maybe there's no Perfect. really other way to get out yep you have to incur debt yep. in order to provide the next stage exactly. of life so in order for me to get to that next level, I have to now take on debt. It's, exactly. it's the cycle. That is predatory lending. Yeah. It's insane to me. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, think about you go to a bank, what, college, you're like 18, maybe 17. Mm -hmm. um, you go to a bank, you ask them, like, hey, I need $40,000. Like, no, they're, they're more than likely you don't even have the credit to do it like building at least at that age mm -hmm. but you go to the bank asking for that amount of money because you want to start up a business right answer may be no depending on like you know how there are a lot of factors that go into it but more than likely that answer is going to be no you have no credit you know whatever the case is but hey let me get 40 grand to go to school and i don't know what i'm going to major and sure take that correct yeah you know it's like correct. i don't even you don't even know what i'm a major in my major may suck <laughs> but, I may drop out. Right, I may drop out. Right. You 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 know you that that's that's crazy. When you think about it like that, that's nuts. It's it is probably by design. I'm sure. You know that yeah, that's that's, the that's systematic. Part. That's the unfortunate part. So let's dive into this is this is really tough because I mean there's a lot of things going on in the world right yeah. now, and so I know it's 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 you know there's a lot of factors that right. can impact this, but you know. Do you think it's a good time to enter the stock market? Yes, always. Yes. It's always a good time to enter the stock market, no matter what. And I, I feel you on that because yeah. I'm, I'm there as well. Yeah. So, like, you have to think about, oh, like you said, factors. Inflation. Mm -hmm. That's one. You have your money sitting in a savings account gaining less than less than one percent point zero five percent correct into a savings account correct you're not getting you're getting 10 cents on the thousand dollars maybe maybe like if that depending right. on who you bank with um so 
and factor that as much as you're saving uh and then factor in inflation mm-hmm. so inflation what last year for december was like at seven percent i think that's so right. seven seven point five percent or i think now january seven point five percent so you're losing money with your money sitting into the Who's bank the value yeah the value yeah. of your money so you're if you have fifty thousand in a bank your fifty thousand is not worth fifty thousand because pri- good prices are going up right. all that stuff so you, you're end up you're going to end up losing money so why not put that into the stock market when it's building up at ten percent like you know that that covers your inflation you're getting five percent like that that's always going to recover yeah um and in some cases right you know there, there are times where we had a, a 10% is on the higher end. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, there are sometimes we, well, I think a good five to 7% isn't bad. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. You know, I, I think that's kind of sort of where you want to be. And that's more realistic yeah. to the stock market. I mean, obviously you, you can find those golden nuggets. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's out there where, you know, we'll talk about one yeah. in a minute. I'm certain of it. Um, S&P. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. So um, I was doing some research about the S&P actually it's for a different episode okay and um in fact I'm gonna do like a dividend update episode nice okay. and I was just thinking about um um like some companies to look in at like for dividends, dividends so I yeah. started researching not just the aristocrat uh, mm-hmm. dividends uh, but I started thinking about like what are those companies that you know the history have mm-hmm. done really well with issuing dividends yeah. and, and even during the like the pandemic or even down times yeah you know down markets um they still are issuing dividends in some cases still increasing i've been trying to research those companies yeah that's a good one let me yeah i'll get i'll get with you on that one yeah. too because i'm still looking up the same thing i have a um you know you could say i use uh weeble primarily mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. investing right and i have different different things that that i have but weeble is the one that i could at fingertips mm-hmm. um so i have a, a whole chart for dividends and trying to add like companies to there so i have a few on there i haven't done like heavy research on it but um i do want to grow that dividend portfolio too because that's I, just money that's going to come to you yes yes yeah. it's so, another savings account so again stay tuned for that episode guys it's going to come out at some point when i get there <laughs> um so you know as we're talking about just like the stock market and this is not an episode necessarily we talk about like the stock market in general yeah. it's really you know us you know just elaborating on you know how to level up your finances yeah and, i think i think entering the stock market and so i'll say a lot about this it's the hardest part is just entering because it's scary right you don't know what to get into you don't know where to begin um what to invest in like and all that's available online like you know take it with a grain of salt because you may get some bad info too take it with a grain of salt yeah um but it's just getting started and, and and getting your habits in a way of like okay i need to i get i get paid I need to, this is the first thing I'm going to do is save. But instead of putting it into your saving or, or put it into an account and then, you know, when the market's right or if you see a certain stock you're eyeing, then buy it at that opportunity when it's when it's down. You know, yeah. you're getting in a, in a low point. But um, that's going to help grow, like, as opposed to just keeping it in your savings. So the hardest part is getting started and just building that knowledge yeah. to get started. And that part about building the knowledge, you know, it's, it's definitely you're looking for for groups for sure of friends for that sure. you can like have dialogue with also maybe groups you have online that you can yep. have dialogue with 
and i'll just say you know kind of sort of make it a priority yeah to uh, to with your friends your family where you're constantly talking about it for sure not being obnoxious about it but you're talking about it where you're trying to gain information and share information right and then from there and i've said this before on previous podcasts and i will always say this invest in companies that you support yes and that's companies heavy. and products that, that you use heavy. so that's always a way to start yeah um but i'm not saying this is not financial advice ladies exactly. and gentlemen but if you're looking to jump into the stock market, yeah. I definitely think, you know, at least those two pillars are a way to begin. Yeah, that's that's huge. Um, that's how I started. So that's what I that's how I built my portfolio. Right. It was like, what do I buy? Like, what do I buy that I actually use every day or what what company do I see that we can't live without? You know, everyone's buying Apple products or, mm -hmm. or at least not everyone. But, you know, Americans. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um <laughs> Uh, then you have like Amazon. How many packages do you have coming a day? Like, come on, man. Like, on, those, right. are, those are, right. those are, I think are I've heard someone say that they didn't even like Amazon. I was like, come on, yeah. get, get, get out of here. It, yeah. You, I, <laughs> they do. It, I yeah. am giving a side eye right now. You right. You can't see it. It's like, get out of so here. So it's man. like I those type it. of companies, you know, you want to invest in. Those are like high companies, right? Mm -hmm. Um, They're, they're expensive. So like putting that much money into it is scary. But you know, in the long run, they're they're sticking around. Um, what I like about what these newer companies are doing, well, shout out to Robinhood for yeah. like sort of shepherding everyone down this path a little bit. But um, fractional, yes, uh, investing, uh, investing yeah. I think that is absolutely important to get yeah. more investors in. You know, folks would like kind of sort of categorize the investors as these retail investors versus like a traditional. Like, look, forget these labels. If someone wants to invest, invest. Exactly. Right. Get in, start somewhere. Right. Yep. We all don't have to have, you know, a broker type of a broker license and, and 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 working for a brokerage. Yeah. You can do this on your own if you have the knowledge and the interest to do it. Exactly. If you don't have the knowledge or interest and you want someone to handle it for you, hey, let someone else handle it for you. Right. And just know that you got to pay <laughs> pay a small percentage. Pay a small percentage for that. <laughs> yeah, but it's still you know that percentage in the long run is worth it. That's it, true. You know if you if that you, is true. You don't want to lose it, or you're not you're not building that that um that portfolio the way you want to. Let someone let 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 a specialized uh team or company right do that and um grow it that way, and just know you have to cut them a, a small percentage. So when I started thinking about like leveling your finances mm -hmm. and I thought about something that happened um, to me over the past few years and it was really eye opening and I'm talking about automating your finances. Oh, yeah. like it was eye opening the day when I had the audacity to tell myself that I can hit the auto button. <laughs> on these bills <laughs> right and walk away from my computer yeah and they get paid that's scary <laughs> it was but just the, the the feeling that joy that yeah. pride you know my head held up and i'm walking away from my computer yeah. i slammed it down oh yeah look i did this so yeah that, that's that's kind of like you know when you made it well i ain't worried i got money in that account it's gonna come out <laughs> look i'm telling you guys if you haven't set up an auto just do one yes yeah. auto pay one bill for sure whichever it is do it i'm telling you you're gonna have that euphoria energy when you're done <laughs> you're gonna feel like you're the king or queen of your domain which i know you already are but you're gonna even feel even better set up that auto pay i mean auto I'm, I'm, i i can't, talk, yeah. can't stop talking about it so i do a lot of my bills are auto paid 
but I still like to check it oh, for yeah, some reason. Gotta right? check it. Yeah. On, you gotta check it. Because right? it's like, I want to make sure, I know you're going to charge me this every month. I just want to make sure it's that right amount in case there's that one month you try to get me. That's true. Because <laughs> they will try to get you. Right. So I'm like, uh, let me see. Wait, you, you, for cell phone bill. Like, wait, yeah. you call me for some Roman charges? Like, I ain't even leave the country. Like, no, this is going to, this is going to, this is going to be fact, the like, right amount. Some companies, I'm not sure how many companies, but I know, like, for instance, T Mobile. When you set up the auto pay, they give you a five dollar discount. Yes, they so do. I would take say advantage of those. They, if they have those type of rewards, you know, by setting up an auto pay, go ahead and take it. Yeah, I know, like some sure. of the student loan repayment programs yep. also have like a percent. A percentage, yeah. yeah. If you set up, uh, if you set it up on auto. So if you pay. guys are able to do so, do so. If you're not able to do so, do it anyways. Yeah. Know why? Because you want to get yourself prepared when you are able. Yeah. You can just forget it. How they said. Um, Set it and forget so, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. Walk away from it. Right. So I do need to get better at this, right? I like I like paying my bills. So I like seeing money coming in for my direct deposit and money going out. More money coming in than going out, obviously. But um, what I do like doing is like kind of paying it just to make sure it is. Like I know it's paid, but it's just that reassurance. Like no, I like I did this myself. I know I did it right. So it's like a big part of that, and this is a bill that a lot of people don't pay mm-hmm. and they don't even know they're not paying it right it's like paying yourself first absolutely so and you say the keyword first yeah first mm-hmm. before you pay anybody pay yourself that's a bill like you can't set up an auto pay on that i'm like, happy you brought that up because i didn't think about that one as i was drafting this 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 note here but when i do you know it's funny i do pay myself first yeah i have a, an allotment set up mm. so my direct deposit that allotment is separate. Oh, cool. So it automatically it already automa- goes in look, look, Perfect. Look, That's I the best have, way to do it. I have to control myself. Yeah, exactly. I know me. If yep. I'm, a, I'm a one month, I'm going to say, oh, I'm not going to pay this month. <laughs> let me let me skip. <laughs> no, no. Right. That allot- it doesn't even come. Yeah. You don't even, even see it. You don't even see it. You don't even got a debit card for that even, account. Nope. That thing stays there. Nope. You can't touch it. <laughs> right. So when you're talking about leveling up your finances and automate your finances, I think that is critical yeah. to, uh, to have. That's huge, man. The allotment. That, that paying yourself first i remember so a lot of schools education right like they don't talk about finances and they should um whole different topic right but it is but um, it's needed yeah it's, it is it is you know like, we teach geometry i get it yeah i'm not engineer squared b squared right B-squared. i mean come on <laughs> pythagorean teach kids, theorem <laughs> teach these kids the, the compounding interest and exactly. how to, how to the, maintain the dollar yeah and you know it could be set up by design it, it not people have their their opinions on it but i did at least for the school that I went to my last two years, um, we did have like a finance class. It was a finance teacher. Uh, teacher was actually was a trader on Wall Street. Oh, nice. Dude was awesome. Like took us to the to the um, New York Stock Exchange and, and everything like yeah, he was. Dope. Yeah, he was cool. Um, and that's the one thing that stuck with me in that class. So like it was always like heavily investing. We never really talked about companies. This is back in like too early like mid 2000s um and uh i wish i would have started so i had kind of the knowledge base there but i wasn't mentally like there right i was in high school um but one thing that did stuck uh or stick was um pay yourself first so Mm -hmm. i was like that's perfect like why don't people pay themselves first as soon as they get the money however whether you're you know working a nine to five or getting your own money and and starting your own business like that's that's heavy is to make sure you pay yourself first and it's important to set a goal so if yes. you're paying yourself first, I don't care if it's 5%, 10%, 20%, yeah. whatever that percent is, exactly. set that goal and remain consistent with that goal. Yeah. I could tell you now I've been, I've had this allotment, not the same dollar amount, but I've had an allotment 
for the past 12 years. Nice. Well, I've made myself pay a dollar amount that goes into my savings account. Okay. doesn't touch my debit. Yeah. Uh, my, um, do you leave deposit. it in your savings or do you take that out and invest it? So that's a really good question because yeah. I actually, I was battling with that for maybe a year and a half. Yeah. Of what to do with it. Like, just leave it here. This right. Is, Shit is just sitting here. This yeah, exactly. doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I, I did recall, maybe on uh, the, uh, the Stocks to Own for Life podcast episode, I did talk about how I took, I think, 10 grand. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I remember, um, yeah. From out of that um, savings and, and started that portfolio, and that portfolio is doing really well. Nice. I, it's even in this down market right now. Doing good. I'm, I'm, nice. I'm oh, still up. You're up. Yeah. <laughs> That's the good part. I'm still smiling. So, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, not everything is not great, but I mean, it, the, the portfolio itself is doing really good. well. Yeah. Um, and so I do battle back and forth with, because I think about things in like an annual perspective. Like at the end of the year, once I hit my, because I have a targeted savings amount okay. that I hit, I want to hit every year. And, and so when I hit that goal and that amount is there, I'm then thinking, now what? Yeah. It's just, I don't want to just leave it here. Yeah, exactly. But I also don't want to put it in the stock market either because yeah. I want to have my money a little bit more liquid, even exactly. though you know, the stock is liquid mention. there. But, you know, but it's kind of that accessibility to it. Accessibility it's like in case anything happens, I got it. Like, I don't have to wait for the funds to settle if I need to liquidate any stocks. Or right. Anything. And I don't yeah. want to liquidate stocks and pay capital gains. Exactly. So it's like, oh, exactly. you want to avoid all of that. But also, what is this 0.45%? This is, I mean, 0.045. Like, it's yeah, not, it's, it's not, not working yo, for me. man. It, yeah. Um, and, so, and what do you think the bank is doing with that money sitting there? They're making money off of it. That's correct. That <laughs> the is money correct. that you're missing out on. That's right? correct. So along the lines of investing, right? So if you're looking at putting your money, if you have your money sitting in your savings, it's not really, you know, gaining as much like uh, yield wise, right? Um, you're putting that money into the S&P 500, which on average can gain on a high end 10%, mm-hmm. like you said. Um, but you're still gaining money, right? Um, a good indicator as far as like when trying to enter the stock market would be looking at the 10 year, um, 10 year treasury yield. Mm -hmm. And that's like an indicator for potential things to come. So, you know, do your own due diligence on that, but at least for the 10 year treasury yield, history always repeats itself. So you go back to look at, uh, and and I'm sorry, the 10 year treasury yield is just like a graph, right? You're looking at a graph and if, if when you're studying charts it's like you're looking for at least specific to that to that yield it's a inverted amount uh, or inverted yield so whenever you see an inverted uh yield on the 10 on the 10-year treasury it's a good indicator of a recession to come Mm -hmm. so some history or some facts around it last last one at least that i could find or a couple before that happened in 98 after the russian debt default and the feds cut interest rates to prevent recession um but then we hit the dot-com bubble yeah i do remember that yeah so the dot-com you know the dot-com bubble was huge and you know that was a that was a big hit so um the other one was 2006 when we got the great recession the housing market crashed yep so the you know couple months or a year or so before then was um the 10-year yield uh treasury yield in, was inverted uh-huh. um for both of those events hmm. and then what happened last time was in 2019 think about what came in 2020 that's right the pandemic, pandemic. stock markets crashed hmm. all that stuff so it's a good indicator 
um, you know, and history repeats itself. A lot of that comes in from when the feds cut uh, interest rates down to historic lows, right? Um, trying to to remediate like um, inflation. Um, but now they're increasing at a faster feds are increasing the rates at a faster uh, rate that that they anticipated. Um, so that's gonna, you know, who knows what's that gonna come and everything going on with Russia and Ukraine, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's has some volatility in the stock market to kind of have a good entry. So just, you know, be out be sell the news pretty much. That's Got that's it. a lot in 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 stocks is selling the news and watching out for those like what what's gonna um what's gonna impact the stock market. And that's a huge one. That's a big nugget there. And so yeah. I you know I've heard of it, but I would like the way you described it just now. It yeah. was very I think easy to understand. You're gonna get me back into um looking at these indicators. Definitely the, the um the 10 year yeah the 10 year treasury yield treasury yield yeah that's that's the one that we follow housing market kind of follows mm -hmm. um but whenever that thing is is inverted and i took a class on this mm -hmm. um so i remember he dropped that nugget on us and i was like he was like if you don't remember anything remember this <laughs> he's like that's a good indicator of a recession i was like recession I was like, okay you know that that that's that's where money is made right that's, <laughs> so that is where money is made right that's true it, it so that's a good indicator be on the lookout for that do your homework on it and just read up on that on that chart but you know if you ever see an inverted yield just know that something maybe it's a good history repeats itself like i said right. so based off of history that that's a good indicator that this may happen and you know heavy on the may yeah um but yeah and so i have been thinking about like um Maybe even like, I don't know, ETFs. Yeah. You know, yeah. Getting a little bit more into ETFs. Um, I haven't, I haven't dove down the train just yet. Okay. But NFTs. Oh. I've been hearing a lot about it. I've been talking to some friends about it. it. I do see the future value of it. Not how we for certain areas. Not how we currently utilize it. Yes. Okay. Good point. I do see a future perspective of where it's going. Yeah. Right now, dealing with just art. No, that's just that's just the way to get but in the door. But that's the that's the only thing I kind of see it with in a way, right? It, yeah. It's like you you got an NFT and you I guess like you own it or you could sell the ownership to it. From my understanding, like it it it's I could see how it can work, but not the way we're using it now. Like people are paying outrageous prices for some nfts they are a monkey yeah, with well. with a, a bait hoodie <laughs> right. from what tyler said right right. like it, it's it's crazy it, it, it yeah <laughs> and and these are like millions yes like i just don't i don't get it and for me yeah you own it but if i see the picture i'm a screenshot i own it too <laughs> so. right and so i think that was the technology has to get to a point where you exactly. know you know it's you have an authentic you know license to, right, use. to use it yeah right. and i think as i said this before in the metaverse episode it, look, yeah nfts is definitely going to be important when it gets to the metaverse it, right right now i feel like it's a little too early but i did have a conversation with a friend and we talked about it well maybe this is the right time to get into it because it is early right so true it is again i'm learning a lot more about it Same i, I, I want to learn more i the fact i want to just like try to find someone try to do my due diligence here and find someone with some they NFT speak to and speak to yeah, it, get them yeah. on the podcast. I think it's really important that you know one. we kind of sort of set the stage. And you know, again, I'm learning, but I really want to dive deep into it a little bit more because I'm thinking I have the money. Yeah, why not try to 
double it, yeah. triple it, if I can, yeah. in a safe-ish way, right? Yeah. And then pop that money back in my savings, True. right? You know, so I'm just trying to figure out ways to, you know, to be a little bit more um, diversified. diversified. <laughs> right. You know, we ever see diversify in these different right. areas, but you know, I think uh, diversify. To diversify now may be a little different than how one would traditionally think it yeah. used to be, right? Yeah. I think you would always want to diverse diversify with different companies, different industries, right. but now, you know, it, now it's a whole different ball game. You got you got your real world, yes, diversified, and you got the meta world di- diversified. And I, I, I'm here for it, man. I'm I love super excited like, for it. Like the, the metaverse is 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 has like potential to be huge the metaverse will be huge oh yeah it will it will like Like you see it you know i guess for for people in our age age range it's like nothing beats the real world and it's never going to beat the real world but you know think about like how social media came along for us it's like came out of nowhere everyone's connecting through the internet that's correct got aim aol chat back then that's what it started with um what it started with and now you got like facebook messenger all the social media platforms Mm -hmm. um and now you got like metaverse so it's like i think about it in a way where and i'm gonna go off the end at the end of this one but i think (laughs) about it in the metaverse in a way where it's like you have family very distant that you can't travel to go see very Mm -hmm. often right elderly grandmothers um whatever the case is like you you could different countries like pop get them a get them a oculus or yep (laughs) and and there you are like so i get the aspect of it and i like it from that perspective but I just envision a world where we're going to end up like Wally. <laughs> and have you seen that? Yeah. Okay. So th- that that's the scary part. It's like nothing's going to beat the real world. But, you know, you get these kids, you give them an Oculus, they're having the time of their life. And that might be their new way of a social uh, media platform. Look, like I said before, I think it's going to go even further than that. Yeah. I think the real world will be in the metaverse. Oh, no. Yeah, like yeah. your job is going to be oh, yeah. in the yes. metaverse. Um, you heard of uh, Matterport? Matterport, no. I'm not endorsing it, so <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say that out loud. To take it how you will. But um, that's a company, right? That um, goes in and they kind of they have these like specialized cameras. They go mm-hmm. into whatever building, corporate building, is what they're doing now, um, and they're heavy on like. Uh, um, uh, like Redfin, right? You'll see, you'll kind of see their little logo on Redfin. Those three D tours when you go on the yes, house and yes, you do three D tours, yes. that's kind of what's backing it. Guided, um, but they do that for corporate buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your wherever you work, if you have like a main headquarters, they're like could three D that model into the metaverse, and you are in the office in the metaverse. That is going to be a future way of working, no Absolutely. doubt in my mind. Yeah, and Microsoft so, is already working on that as well. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that, that's that's one that's kind of behind the scenes doing that 3D like technology in a way of of converting everything digitally. And as technology advanced, you know, I think it's important that we there's a lot of risk out there, right? Yeah. There's a sure. lot of privacy that uh, elements that need to be you know fine tuned. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that that that's still unknown, and though I think it's it's something to be concerned with, I don't think it's something that should be. Um, that would prohibit right. the development or success. So like we, we are aware of some of the concerns, but you know, the design around those awareness, right? You yeah. do want to mitigate the risk, understand the risk. Yep. But then once you have a plan to move forward, you move forward with it. So I think, you know, the traditional way of diversifying is still there. 
Yeah. But now we expanded on it, right? And so for me, I'm wanting to know a little bit more about the I NFTs agree. and um, a little bit more. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. NFTs and uh, let's, uh, maybe about. Maybe that's it. I don't think I want to go beyond that. Yeah. <laughs> for, for right now. For, yeah. I don't, I'm trying to think what else there they would be. Right. But yeah. NFTs is a good portion. Yeah. I think that at least maybe for excitement a little bit. I don't know. But some other. So I think about this money sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Right. So I thought, you know, I automated my finances. Right. And now I'm thinking about like how, what type of sacrifices I can um, make. Yeah. And I, I came up, I just like sitting there thinking I have like five and the fifth one is going <laughs> to may cut deep for some people. <laughs> so I started thinking about like cutting back on living expenses, which, you know, it happens. Okay. You, you know, like you said, cable, maybe want to like yeah. cut back on cable and we move into like subscription services. Right. That's a way to reduce your your living expenses but those you, are you know they're they're minimal in yeah. that in that say so it's like how much are you really cutting out you got disney plus five dollars that's true like what like is that really gonna impact right when like folks your, say netflix is 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 too expensive at 19 dollars, and i said and i said the hell what you say i watch netflix every day <laughs> yeah I that's get, a that's ne- a value netflix, for netflix is a new cable it's a value for me yeah netflix like, netflix is literally the new cable it's like you had trouble cutting that cable you know court at first like oh i don't know i might i still watch this and that but you do it and, and you finally get it done right yes, but like right. and it was hard doing it or coming to that point where you realizing like everything is just streaming now like i don't need a cable service that's correct so i cut that, my cable service paying all over 200 a month oh uh, several years ago i went to hulu live at mm-hmm. the time it was 39 dollars I was winning. Yeah. Now it's like sixty something dollars. You're not grand. They didn't grandfather nobody in. Hulu is owned by the damn cable company. <laughs> True. This damn circle of <laughs> oh foolishness. God. Yeah. See, that's crazy. <laughs> my 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 cable. I never really watched too much TV to be honest. Um. So I had like kind of a basic package. Yeah. Um. For cable, so it wasn't super expensive. Like a little over a hundred, like maybe a hundred fifty with everything. So it wasn't too bad. So I was like, but I just cut it one yep. to save two because I wasn't watching it. So I was like, I'll just and I already had Netflix. Yep. So for me, it's like Netflix is the new cable. You, Netflix could raise their prices. I don't even think twice about it. I'm like, yo, they got originals and I need to watch them. Look, so I hear folks say there's nothing to watch on Netflix and I almost gasp for they, air. They like, have so much. They have it's overwhelming. Overwhelming yeah, amount of stuff yeah, to watch. It's overwhelming. Like, what the hell are you looking for? Yeah, it is really overwhelming. But that's a that's a, that's that's a necessity at this point. Absolutely. You gotta factor that into the budget. So so one, you know, cutting back on the living expenses, you know, turning off the lights, and I'm a vampire. Yes. So I like it dark or ambient light in the house, you know, just having lights on in yeah. another room and I'm not in there. Yeah. Dude, that adds up. It does. And it does. So that's one. Another one. I, so I was again doing some research on this, and I I agree with the second one here. Hold on to your vehicle longer. I like this idea. So a way mm-hmm. of cutting back and making money sacrifices. Okay. Keep your car longer. You know, so like after you pay it off, just keep it. Where after you pay it off, you know, you thinking about getting a new model. Just oh, stop yes, pause. Of course, keep that car much yeah. longer. I think that is yeah critical. Th- those are like the two biggest expenses, right? You're gonna have your your mortgage, rent. Yep. You're gonna have your car note and yep. your insurance. Like those are like probably the two expenses that are are almost needed or exactly. that you're always gonna have. So but, hold on to that car as long as you can. Yeah. You know, the super wealthy, you kind of sort of look at those individuals. Well, yeah. well, well, well. Some folks are a little flashier than others. So I, should, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. But usually, Mr. You know, Tesla over here. Look, and I'm going to hold on to that Tesla <laughs> for quite some time. Because these gas prices I pass by, Ooh. and I'm looking like, 
Uh, what y'all pay- yeah i wasn't first of all i wasn't even paying attention to it i heard i hear people complain about it often yeah and i'm thinking oh they complain about gas again right yeah. and i'm just like i don't care i haven't <laughs> seen a damn gas station forever right but i actually looked yesterday crazy no no no, no. this today for lunch crazy I was at a red light. I looked up and I went, what is this number? Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> I remember the petty video you had driving by the uh, look, look, I'm, <laughs> driving by the gas station. Look, I'm super petty. And I'm going to do it again. I was dying I'm going to do it again. This is... I was dying That line was ridiculous. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> what, why were people getting... I don't even remember. It was like a line for something. I can't remember okay. what it was. People were like... In, oh, I think it was um, It was that uh, a hack on... Oh, the gas pipeline. The gas pipeline. Yeah, something, like something, something crazy. And it, it, it did not affect any of the gas at all. No. However, the human psyche. Yeah. It affected oh, them. Yeah. Because whole human, toilet paper run again. We are, <laughs> we're, we're, we're special people. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll say, I'll say this for money sacrifices on my end, right? Yeah. yeah. So, oh, actually, you had a list. Did you want to go through? That? Oh, I guess. Well, well, I'll do three more. Okay. Go ahead. Um, this is tough because I used to always be this way okay but lately i got a little too relaxed i think i blame the pandemic on it i blame the pandemic <laughs> on everything right same here so limit or set i want to say this clearly limit or set the number of vacations you take per year oh, that was online yeah I, that's I, hard it's that's you know hard what? it is but if you can have that mental fortitude to like say i'm only going to do three trips this year Ooh. stick to it this year i'm already out the window it's freaking insane yeah i'm apologizing to myself yeah i'm gonna start again next year that that's hard that's on my <laughs> list too and but... another one i have here is uh invest more or max out your 401k oh yeah that's a must that's a money sacrifice i think and these again guys these are my top five yeah and the last one look don't at me and if you at me i really don't care <laughs> cut back on brunch oh that's a good one mm. I'm dropping the mic. That's hard. I'm side eyeing you that mothers out there. Yeah. Cut back on brunch. Brunch is hard. Stay your ass at home. I didn't even think about that. That's watch Sunday basketball. That is hard. <laughs> yeah, that is hard. I didn't, yeah, that, that had to, so, I had to let that one settle on mine. Hey, I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> hey, let it settle. Let it settle. What, what, what you got over there? But um, so sacrifices are hard but you know you need them so the places i know where i could save money is the travel one like mm -hmm. i'm not like i could be cheap when it comes to certain things but travel is not one of them like i love to travel i budget for that and and by the way i, I know yeah i see the, I see the trips <laughs> yeah so and i'm like wait what what I, I was cooling you know it was just me and my wife and then both of my kids turned over too. So yeah. I was like, now we got to start paying for flights. I was like, mm -mm. Right. I got, I got to go somewhere. I got to save some money. Y'all staying, <laughs> <laughs> but no, usually they come along with us like everywhere we go. So, but that, right. that's one thing that keeps me mentally stable. Like okay. that's, that's my, my stress reliever is like, I love, like I work hard so I can go have fun Absolutely. and not necessarily spend a ton of money. I just, I love, traveling and experiencing different cultures and that opens up my eyes to a lot of things like the world is way bigger than than you know than just your front steps Absolutely. your your neighborhood it's so much out like, there it's a lot and you learn a lot like it, it's crazy and you know you can't pay for those type of experiences so can i cut back on it yes like i, I don't need to go to like crazy crazy places that cost a ton of money to get there or, or like i said maybe instead of cutting back maybe you set that number yeah you know, that, your target yeah. is three or two or one, 
trip a year. You want to know what I was doing <laughs> at one point before prior to the pandemic, probably two years before that. I had a trip every month. Look, or maybe that every doesn't other sound month. like money sacrifices to me. That yeah, that was I was on a plane jumping in and out of a plane like a crazy amount and I was like oh, I can cut back but I was having so much fun and that's hard I'll cut back on brunch before I do that and yeah we're a traveling <laughs> family that that that's a hard sacrifice you know so it's funny so Renee and I we made a deal um a few years ago where we would make a friend trip a year each nice separately okay and then a, a trip for us collectively so that gives us a minimum of two trips a year okay um each person um and i think that worked for a foundation i think that works you that's know, a good foundation minimally you know you could experience you have fun with your friends one yeah. trip a year and then just us together as a couple yeah um or maybe even invite other couples but right i think that's critical to like set a, a, a tone right but of course you know you have to add in other trips hey they pop in yeah you know I, they, hey you can't you can't be you know a, a seth lord and exactly you just, you just can't do only this only it, but it's hard to yeah i think setting that tone and setting that foundation is is a must right because if you have no limit you're going to go on trips any chance you get um and it gets expensive so between you know the flight alone or if you find deals and usually like my family we're, we're, i'm like a budget traveler like i'm not pressed for first class like i'm not like I've never i don't need first to class. yeah like i've got upgraded maybe once like other than that i'm cooling i'm sneaking in those little shot glasses in my thing i'm like nope those are mine like Look, i tell my friends all the time those who are listening right now i we, we went to i was in mexico for thanksgiving mm -hmm. and wasn't paying attention Look, yeah i just don't necessarily pay attention because usually i fly with southwest yeah get on the plane you go you yep. land exactly you but we flew delta and i'm like everyone is going i'm like okay what, what section am i like how, i'm you know <laughs> you know orientating myself to what am i doing how i'm getting on this plane again yeah because i'm coming from the southwest mindset and i looked at the ticket and it says basic <laughs> insulting I, I looked at renee i said are we basic <laughs> right <laughs> what what is the, what basic what the hell category is this oh and my so God. as they call out the names yeah you know business class first class um comfort, all you basic mother comfort come next right comfort plus <laughs> and all these other different categories and then right. basic and I was like, oh, I guess I'm basic. But right. I didn't feel any kind of way. I really didn't because I don't yeah. give a shit about that. But get on the, so we walked past a very crowded airplane mm -hmm. until we got to basic. Oh, wow. I've been on four flights since. And I've been in basic. Yeah. And basic is always empty. Yeah, always. So guess what? You have your comfort plus. Yep. Your first class. Yep. Your cabin one, cabin two, Cab cabin yeah. three. All these. Yeah. What the hell is all this classism? Yeah. It just put me in the back of the plane and let me have my whole road to myself while you guys are crammed up there yep. like sardines. You know who actually had a really good um, uh, saying about this was Kanye. He was like, as rich as he is, right? Mm -hmm. His whole family. He was like, as far as like classism, what he was saying, you know, as boarding the plane and stuff. He was like, at the end of the day, no matter where you sit, if that plane goes down, you it, all die. It don't matter. You like, die in first class. You die in first oh, class. I'm dying in basic. basic right. But we did. <laughs> but we exactly. So it really doesn't matter. You could walk by a line and, and people are like they would stand in line just to get that like priority when the other line could be the basic line. It's empty. It's like I'm going to basic line, like just to kind of self-identify. I with roll. What I it is. roll my eyes. You know, I have this. Um, I know we're going a little tangent here, but <laughs> I, I did. I do this on. I did this on purpose. I I really did this on purpose. So 
you know in the front of my car mm-hmm. it, on the um the back side of the 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 screen the monitor yeah i have a little green robot there android. Oh, the android yeah. yeah i did it on purpose why because i had a lot of people i talked to some people you know not close to me some people close to me you know i also read on twitter you people make these comments that folks with android phones are like cheap or broke and they can't afford an iphone that's the case no. why right right yeah. that's but you that's what i would hear yeah so i said it'd be a dick about this <laughs> put this little android on this tesla what the fuck is a, it, it's like so i do dick moves like that yeah i'm an asshole we um, just I, i'll say this from the apple perspective <laughs> we just don't like y'all because y'all make the chat turn green first of all that's the <laughs> apple issue because i don't give a shit because i should, like i tell people all the time i go uh what you doing send <laughs> no yo android <laughs> has scarred everyone for life because back and whether it was android or not you're thinking about you would send a text a very long text and yes. they'll break it up oh like it's one one of two yeah two of one they come in like yo you're you're not making sense i have to put this in order it's like pe- putting pieces to a puzzle together like it no was horrible <laughs> thank god that's over with right oh, so yeah. we're scarred from that. that that's fine and you guys are also scarred from your green double backs i don't care <laughs> oh man remote jobs Ooh, yeah yeah so that's kind of a, a money sacrifice for me right so we got into uh, for me uh, it was definitely travel entertainment drinks and going out to eat so yeah i guess that would be brunch yeah so yeah i, I said it without saying brunch though just don't say brunch say drinks and going out to eat Fuck cut that cut that cut brunch <laughs> no cut <laughs> brunch people are gonna look at you like brunch hell no I'm like a, i'm gonna be every time you say don't say brunch I'm gonna beat you out. <laughs> so yeah those those were going out to eat i got i got a wife who loves to cook so i don't eat out as much her cooking is way better um so yeah, that that's that works out for me in the long run. But brunch is like every now and then when her your wife's thing cooking, brunch. just pull out some cheap champagne or yeah. or in fact, don't pull out that. Pull out some salsa water. Yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> some right. orange juice, right? And, right, and put it in the glass and they drink that. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I save I save here and there on on those items. But you know, when she's ready to go out to eat, it's like it's on me type of thing. Hey, it's important. I mean, yeah. I'm, 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 all jokes aside, it is important to treat yourself and treat, for sure. Treat your wife and, and also to date your, you know, it's important to you guys go on a date. Right? Yeah. So I'm not, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying, you but know, that's, a, that's, it's, it's a, it's an expense that, mm-hmm. you know, if you could, you have to limit yourself, you have to set a number, just like you're setting a number, you know, for what you're trying to, to save. Yeah, exactly. So, Oh my God, <laughs> I don't know about that. She, yeah, that's hard. <laughs> but another expense is actually gas, right? Yeah. Like me, being having a fully remote job like i have saved so much money on gas so i really didn't care too much about gas prices there's a thing going around like right it's like i don't even look at gas prices what am i do walk like i'm gonna have to pay gas this is true right so it's like you don't you know i don't think twice about it i don't like paying it but you know you know on that point i think that is part of the condition of where we are in america well maybe in society in general is because we are we're so used to right. a gas vehicle that yes. we we are conditioned that this is part of life therefore i have to pay it right yeah mm-hmm. that's a that's you are conditioned to think like that mm-hmm. and you know if you could get out of that mindset then that's a that's a cost right and some some people you know don't own a car if you live in new york and or in dc like you really don't need a car you got the metro right that's right um but for me i live on the outskirts so it's like i, I don't really need a car now that you know me and my wife are fully remote like we don't drive nowhere um you could sell one of those cars well her car both of our cars are paid off that's true we could sell your car 
No. See, then I'm gonna create another expense, and that's hard. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna well, hold on well, to that car for as long as Necessarily, you, you just drive that one car, right? But you know that this this used car market right now is booming. I it mean, is. I'm certain you could. I'm, don't listen it to me. Is. Don't listen. To I me. know, but. I mean, you could sell your car. <laughs> we are we are working. Well, we have two cars, but we primarily use one, right? Okay. And um, car has been paid off for like a year now, and it's like having that additional monthly income from not paying that car has helped. But I have conditioned myself like, nope, I still got a car note, so mm-hmm. I still take my car note and I put it somewhere else Good. to make sure. Like, I, it was already an expense that I was having or used to having come out. So I just take that and and put it into like a savings stock market, whatever it is, it's it's paid off for. So I don't really need a car, a new car now. Right. Um, and I'm not spending as much money on gas, so it helps. But you know that again, that's a that's a blessing more than anything. Is like if you don't have a fully remote job, like some people don't have or aren't fortunate enough to you know to not pay for gas, they still have to go places and have errands to run and stuff um so it is it is hard but that yeah i'll say that expense if you could cut back on gas or wherever you're going try to do that yeah and i think it's important to recognize that maybe you look for you know career out there that that can offer something that's a little more remote yeah to cut back on those expenses and have more quality time at home right. yeah and you do you know you're making those sacrifices now for you know your generations in the future like you think about our parents making the crazy amount of sacrifices they did um for for us and you gotta just keep you gotta have sacrifices somewhere especially money sacrifices you know and i think you know i i want to make sure that i cover this part for the listeners you know you are making sacrifices but don't don't get it twisted you're still living your life yeah right you're still enjoying life yeah you just in i don't like the word necessarily in moderation but you are moderating the the levels of of your expenses if you will and and that's a good way to put it Right. You you definitely want to make sure that you look at how you spend money. And there are many different tools out there, different apps, even mm-hmm. banking apps currently now yep. allow acorns. you to acorns, stuff, right. yeah. allow you to categorize your spendings in different type of accounts. And then you can organize and look at those different metrics. And I know a lot of you guys may not think about that. But again, again, your banking accounts can help with that. Yes. And it's really simple to set up. Yeah. And so look at your finances. But one way you can't level up Jack if you don't understand what, what you have. Exactly. So you have to start by understanding what you have and then build a plan from there. Exactly. Um, you know, everybody want to become a millionaire, right? Yep. Or folks want to be wealthy and, you know, and rich. Yeah. And so I actually was looking at some research. It said it would take about 25 years if you invested $181 per week. I saw that, yeah. But with a 10% yield. Now, 10% is a little high. high. I mean, I'm, yeah. a little high but if you can find that type of investment yeah. for 25 straight years you know that'll net you about a million dollars right mm-hmm. and so i think it's maybe the goal is not to get to a million dollars maybe the goal should be to set up a some set of plans in life now I, I definitely want to get more into financial plans spending plans yeah and i absolutely have a dedicated episode on this because i am a stickler for creating plans. Yeah. I am a plan junkie and I live, I love it. Like I need thinking, to get better with thinking long term. Yeah. And it's like, so one downfall I know about me, we talked about like flying and travel. Yeah. I like to travel, but I'm also a long term planner. So when oh, it's so, being okay. spontaneous is a little difficult for me. Okay. And that's probably why I am able to be a lot more disciplined in my planning because that I am true. less 
spontaneous, but then also being less spontaneous, I'm sometimes I miss out yeah. on some stuff. Yeah. So this year I've been trying to be a little bit more present and okay. and to let that go a little bit. Yeah. And in fact, I did that when I went to LA. Nice. And I knew about the trip two weeks before LA. Shout out to my friend. <laughs> um, and, but I went. Yeah. And I had a freaking blast. See, those are the best trips. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm the exact opposite. Like my family knows this off from from jump for me <laughs> it's like i'm very last minute i'll plan something i will hit you up next week and be like hey uh do you want to go here like bring your laptop you know whatever it is like let's, let's just go i'm very spontaneous because for me that it gets me more excited than like i like planning stuff too don't get me wrong like the plan trips for me i look at it this way when i plan a trip I'm counting the days down. It's like, oh, this trip is taking forever. Like, oh, gotcha. it, you know, okay. it, it, it's like, when is this date going to come? Like, and it, it can't hurry up. And it just seems like it's slower and slower and slower <laughs> the closer you get. Um, but the spontaneous trip, it they're out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you're going to have the, you, you don't, you're kind of going with the flow and those are kind of the best trips. Um, so, you know, that's not always feasible because um, you want to kind of have that. Right. Um, you know, get the best prices on flights, get the best prices in hotels and stuff. But yeah. All right. So let's take a break. And after the break, we'll be back to discuss a little bit more about the corporate perspective. Cool. Navigating the corporate world. Right. And so that nine to five, I think we, we, we are, you know, we shift on how we've been making our sacrifices on our personal finance side. Yeah. But I think there's also sacrifices we can make in the corporate perspective, right? Right. That type of nine to five job we're working or any type of side hustles we have, exactly. multiple yeah. streams of income. Yeah. So there's a different other way to make sacrifices, you know. Um, so think of like one, you are considering doing something outside of your current career. You know, I'm a big proponent of utilizing the capital yes. of my current career yep. to help fund those outside ventures, yes. all those multiple streams of income or setting up those plans to right. to to have multiple streams of income. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Because I know some people think they just cut that career out completely and go full no. blast yeah. to that other side. No, I think it's a it serves more as a security blanket. Right. So it's like I got my nine to five i have this like consistent income which helps but don't let that stop you from building something outside of that right so it's, it's really a hustle. Not, it's hustle right it's not what you do you know you're working nine to five for someone else it's really what you do from five to nine when you're working for yourself right so like that like how much drive do you actually have to have those late nights working and that that's that's what i'm trying to get better at now right it, it's for me it's like taking the money that i have now um all like capital and mm-hmm. and trying to buy like cash uh investment properties to build up cash flow yeah so i'm working on that now beginning stages pandemic didn't help at all because house prices skyrocketed i didn't want to get in there interest rates were low mm-hmm. but you know why am i overpaying for for a house that's really not worth it i know it's not worth it um and everyone was paying overpriced over the asking price yeah which is is nuts the numbers have to work 
numbers definitely have to work because if not then you're just kind of setting yourself up to 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 fail um and you know nothing really bad comes from failure like you learn as long as you learn a lesson you learn you know you learn something to not make that mistake down the road that's right um so for me is is acquiring these like properties um as much as i can to build up cash flow like that's that's what i really want to build up and a lot of people's um wealth or however you want to look at it comes in different forms like some people could be have no stocks in there but they're heavily in, invested into real estate yes um and vice versa for me i want a mixture of both so like i want some properties that that i can i could own rent out and, and you know if you look at the history just like property values are always going to be consistent whether the market drops it's going to bounce back up like that that's going to hold its weight um so it's a good investment to do so and so as you, you talked about that you know when is the right time to get in mm -hmm. and though maybe some of the prices may be a little higher now you know you do gain some of the value when the interest rate is a little bit lower so you do get you do. that balance a little bit and so maybe it is still the right opportunity to pay a little extra in the premium because I mean, but it ultimately depends on your investment style. Exactly. If you want to pay off that property. Yeah. Or maybe you don't want to pay off that property, right? You right. just, hey, I'm going to use this property as capital and collateral right. for my next purchase after yeah. that. So I have it for my personal home that I'm living in. Like, I want to pay it off as quickly as possible because that's a that's a big expense. So when COVID hit, interest rates, you know, feds cut those interest rates quick and very like historic lows and what does smart people do <laughs> refinance yep <laughs> <laughs> refinance so but think about it this way right so what i did i was like okay i could refinance i was five six years into my home like i had 25 four years left right mm -hmm. on a 30-year mortgage um i refinanced from a 4.125 interest rate mm -hmm. to a 2.5 all crazy some but you know i could have extended it back to 30 and yeah. my mortgage payments would have been lower than what it is. But That's I was correct. like, uh, I can afford to pay a little more. So me. Because you know what? Extending it out, you may have come out flat. Right. Or I'm sorry, even. Or maybe slightly ahead. Yeah. Because you're paying interest over an over additional the, exactly. extended period of time. Exactly. So you're right. There is some that you have to, again, the numbers have to make sense. Exactly. So when I was, I was, when I was going through that process, I'm like, you know plugging in numbers like uh okay do i want a 30-year mortgage on a two 2.5 interest rate can i afford to pay a little more so i refinanced down to 10 years oh wow over 30. um wow. with a 2.5 interest rate my mortgage only went up like three four hundred dollars and i was like those three four hundred dollars is worth it because absolutely like you're gonna cut out additional 20 years yeah it's crazy on top of the five you've already put in right of right. interest and and i don't feel the need to pay any extra right they're always saying like pay extra towards your mortgage and and you know you'll pay it off quicker but me just doing the 30 to 10 year i'm like oh, i don't need to do it and like you win. it's still you 10, it's 10, 10 years, years 10 years um, from now you're done with that yeah exactly that and that's a, the biggest expense that is a sacrifice ladies and gentlemen yes that a sacrifice a sacrifice right. right so those are the kind of decisions you have to make to better position yourself you make those decisions now yeah today to better yourself in the future and it may just mean the next five years you know you like you, you can't do some of the things you do with yeah. your friends you know i remember right. when i was in grad school uh years ago um the sacrifice was i want to hang out with my friends mm -hmm. i was young mm -hmm. i want to have a blast i was in new orleans i want to party <laughs> have a, I, mean, I was just enjoying myself yeah but i really couldn't because 
I was not only in graduate school, and it's not an online graduate school. I was in the classroom oh, wow. on the university campus. Yeah. Graduate school. Yeah. Type of joint and working full time. Oof. As a manager for Walgreens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. That was my life. And I would get frustrated because I don't think my friends at the time could understand or maybe that's just how I perceived it. Yeah. And the sacrifice for me was, you know, this is the goal I want to achieve. I want to have my graduate degree. And, mm -hmm. you know, that means I was a sacrifice and not hang out with my friends. And yeah. Not do some of these different things. That is a sacrifice. But now for look, sure. look where I'm at now. Exactly. Now these friends and I, we travel once a year, go different places. Yeah. So, you know make the sacrifices now to better position yourself later and it that, is you know it just depends on how, what your plans are yeah and even you know those sacrifices come like they're gonna pay off in the future like me paying a little bit more on my mortgage right is i'm gaining equity on my house a lot faster so once Dude, i 10 do, years is yeah awesome it's crazy and it's like once i build that equity or once it's paid off i'm using that as collateral to buy another home and then yeah. like you know whether it comes to that time frame i want to do it now before i even pay my house to build those properties yeah and by the like, time your kids ready to go to college yeah. you know you know you can help out with that just like your parents right. did for you right exactly and i think that's the that's kind of the goal for me is like i don't really i think about the future for me is more so for my kids than for myself like I think we're a couple generations behind, obviously wealth gap, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Like, you know, we're not, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're not, we're not financially there compared just the knowledge itself. Like my parents, you know, immigrating from here, like their mindset was save, 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 like put it in a bank, save. Like I never even probably heard the word stock market growing up. Mm -hmm. Like I had no idea. I was like, okay, just save. So that's kind of the mentality you had. And that's trying, that's what I'm trying to break with, you know, my kids or at least as they get older and better understand um like hey yeah that's not always the case like you want to save and kind of have your wealth diversified yeah. across properties across stocks or whatever it is like but the saving account ain't ain't where it's at like that's not that's not going to get you nowhere definitely have some saved up for a rainy day if something yeah. comes up but not that much or at Don't. least have something where you can liquidate it yeah liquidate it faster yeah so once i refinance that um I refinance that home, right? It's like, I'm going to take that cash and, and invest it in somewhere else. Start a business, something, you know, you have those liquid funds. So you make that sacrifice now, even if your mortgage payment was up, went and, up. And another sacrifice, you know, as we talk about like the corporate environment and your, your work environment, you know, just maybe just the time to decide that it's, it's, it's time for a different career. Yes. And to pursue that dream, you may always want to pursue. You yeah. know, sometimes to level up your finance, you have to get outside of your comfort zone. Yes. You may be, you may not be in a leadership, a leader, just like in, intuitively, mm -hmm. but you know, you can learn different skills yeah. and, and ways to learn to, to manage and coach individuals or those skills you can learn. Yeah. Um, natural leaders are a little different. Yeah. I understand that, but you can, you can learn some skills and, you know, switch it up the career, make yourself, I get it. You don't want to supervise employees. You don't want that stress. Mm-hmm. It may be easier than you think. Yeah. And so, sure, you may have a difficult employee. Mm -hmm. Hey, you will learn how to handle that employee. Right. Because that time, you, you well, you're looking to make some sacrifices. You can't keep squeezing what you currently have. <laughs> right. You may need to step into that new role to make yeah. more money. Yeah, you have to. I, you know, it, it, it's a pretty known fact that you get paid more it, when coming externally into a company. Yeah. They could always pay you more compared if you're, like, moving internally, right? That's right. Um. And it is, you, you said something really huge was like getting out of your comfort zone because that's like the hardest part. Like for people who've been, you know, in a job for 10, 20 years, it's like that is a comfort zone. Like that it, is it, a comfort it's zone. A, it's, a, it's a blanket. It's like, I know my job. Like you might be scared to learn something new, 
but trust me there's more money out there if you leave a if you leave a company and i'm not saying doing so right it's all like work you know you have to factor in your work-life balance and, and what i'm saying do with. it <laughs> so I'll, I'll i'll say this i i it took me long to to understand when when i was first told but like i'm now like i'm now kind of a firm believer in lateral moves mm -hmm. um so i didn't like it back then you know starting i was like no like i i did my time i i worked my butt off i did you know i i deserve this promotion oh yeah i deserve that. yeah i deserve I, yeah yeah that that's that was like the mentality but now it's like okay <laughs> i need to take a side step learn something new get as much experience as i can from there either you know if you're gonna stay in a company you're able to move around because you're more you're, you're more well versed with everything that's going on right, yeah, the, the business company. acumen you yeah, understand exactly. the perspective of the organization exactly um and even you know if you the leave are yeah <laughs> right <laughs> and even like if you live like leave externally you know you still have that experience but um you know i know people out there that are loyal to their job and i like I don't understand that mindset because even now we've had that whole thing with the great resignation. Yep. Um, you know, people leaving at, in mass, leaving jobs and stuff. And I'm like, and I applaud. Hell it. yeah, I applaud. It. Hell yeah, me too. I'm like, go get, like, go get your money. Do what you like, have to do to make you happy. Right. Do like, it. don't I? I will never be loyal to a job. Like, if my job's treating me well, I love it. You know, cool. But in, in a sense, loyal to a sense where it's like, if I if another opportunity presents itself that's really beneficial to me and my family. I'm taking it like it, it, it's I'm not going to stay there because, oh, you know, I have a great boss. I have a great manager whatever you know, it is. It's, like It's interesting you bring that point up because I feel it's like it's like a crossroad. It's it's I look at it in parallel. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm loyal to the mission of that organization. Yes. yes. While I'm working there. But I'm equally loyal to my profession. Exactly. And so that is sometimes it may require me to move around to gain more skills, right? I even more money, mm -hmm. you know, in that profession. It's not that I'm not, you know, loyal to the company. Now I was while I was there. Right. You know, and yeah. I think that's, that's for me looking at a parallel tracks, it's, it, it makes sense. Yeah. And it, it makes, it normalizes it for me. It does. It does for me. I, I look at it a little bit differently the same way you do but to i take it to the extent of like look if this company has to cut people and your area is one of them they're not going to care they're going to do what's best for the business so the business needs to save money somewhere and if it just so happened to be your area sorry buddy you're gone That's like right. you know so for me it's like if i have another opportunity somewhere else paying me more like hey you know i love the company love the mission no hard feeling i don't i don't like burning bridges so definitely put your time in um you know you never know what's gonna happen that's correct so like don't burn a bridge and do don't not. leave on a bad note do not do not like so yeah as long you as may you may want you may want to go back exactly exactly you never know where that road may lead you so you know and and if that opportunity comes externally then take that opportunity don't don't be loyal to a company that may not be loyal to you thanks for stopping by the podcast to talk about leveling up your finances i think this was super helpful and fun thank you man this was fun this like, is dope this is uh, i had yeah a great I, great discussion um i just like having just general topics in education and knowledge sharing this is awesome for me thank you man i appreciate you inviting me because this was this was a really good experience i love the setup you know it's a casual conversation and, and we're you know we're here to help and kind of get that exposure to to everyone yes sir all right guys so thanks for listening tuning into the channel this week again when i go live on just stay tuned
for that next opportunity to go live be an opportunity for you guys to donate the golden beans to the podcast to help support this channel so remember positive energy leads to positive vibes don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining no pants required we can be found on google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcast peace mm-hmm.